0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.
0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff.
1: All right, my friends, here you are, tuned in to America's Home for Conservative, Not Bitter Talk. It is a pleasure to be here today. Email, as always, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com or 317-210-2830 if you want to be involved in the conversation, share your thoughts, opinions, feedback, and yes, always, Always, always interspersed with adoration and praise. I appreciate you being here. Let's start with the state of the campaign, I guess. Predictions, we're now under three weeks from Election Day. Under three weeks from Election Day. There's all sorts of news out there about polling and all this. And again, as we've stated unequivocally without any doubts, hesitations, reservations, anything of the sort... Polling doesn't win elections. Votes win elections. Votes win elections. As we all know, it's just like picking a team to win, say, a football game before kickoff. That doesn't do anything. What does do something is actually going out and winning the game. Now, this is a multi-step process. We have to win these elections. It's critically important to begin to wrest control back from these radical leftists and get sanity, just a degree, just a degree at this point of sanity to return to Washington, D.C. would be a great thing because these folks have lost what is left of their ever-loving minds. Complete insanity has ensued. We are all feeling the pain. In fact, I saw last night headline New York Times. New York Times It is so bad, my friends, even the New York Times have to look for good news. So there's a breaking news story last night I saw come across. Headline, the IRS has made inflation adjustments for 2023, which could push many Americans into a lower tax bracket and reduce tax bills. So I'm sure some fact checker out there, if it is advantageous to Biden, to the Democrat Party or whoever at some point, is going to say that Biden lowered taxes. Now, of course, it also, if they find it's helpful to say that he raised taxes, they will, of course, state, well, they'll cite the obvious legislation that's been passed and signed that, of course, well, first of all, inflation is a raising of your taxes. when you Like, true inflation, not just the cost of goods going up, although that could be a form of taxation, too, if the government is the culprit. But inflation... Is where the government makes your money worth less because they pretend, uh, print too much, they create too much. Anyway, the New York Times here reporting last night inflation adjustment. So basically, what that means is, is the tax rate is a you know certain percentage. Right? There's a, a graduated tax bracket, and it's certain percentages along the way, and it's it's based on inflation. So in one sense, the IRS has recognized. After Biden has minimized how meaningless inflation is, as he was eating a $14 ice cream cone or whatever it was the other day, in whatever city he was in, probably Delaware, since he's been there, it seems like every second, which, again, I look, I know some people make a big I'm just messing. Folks, president can be wherever he needs to be to do his job. Um I think this president can't do his job no matter where he is. Ironically, the, the the inverse is true. But anyway, so this, everywhere you look, right, bad news for the Democrats, good news for Republicans, but these are all prognostications and uh, just predictions and polls and so forth. Again, I'm not saying that those things don't tell us something. I'm simply saying that is not what really... Matters, so I want to stay, say that first. And what matters is is actually seeing this thing through. And I think the way to look at this, the way to look at this is, turnout can be the difference, not not just of winning control of the house or losing control of the house. It can be the difference between winning most or all of the swing uh, districts, and maybe even picking up some that we don't even have, they don't even have on the on the map yet, on the chart versus winning just a few of those, right, or a small percentage of those. I think at this point, I think at this point, um, the, this is going to spell bad news here in three weeks for the Democrats. But again, this is a step-by-step process. That is only, I said this before back in 2000, maybe 16. It's like winning the coin toss in a football game. That's all this is. It determines who gets the ball first or who gets to decide who gets the ball first, right? You get a kick, defend, what is it? Kick, receive, defender, defer. That's the four choices you are given if you win the coin toss in in the football game. Kickoff, meaning you'll be on defense first. Of course, if you kick off, the other team gets to decide in the second half. Most people don't pick kickoff. Maybe in some extreme crazy weather condition or something like that. But I don't know if there's ever a reason to do that. But kickoff, receive the ball, meaning you said we want the ball. You kick it to us. Defend, which means you can pick a particular goal that you want to defend. Again, maybe if there's extreme weather conditions or something like that. And then defer, which is probably the most common, which is where you say we're going to defer our choice to the second half, meaning the other team gets to pick in the first half. And so those are the options. That's that's what winning the election is like. It's simply it's simply meaning that you have your team, if you will, has the ability to make the decision. The question then is what do you do with that decision? And that's what that's really where all this rubber hits the road, right? So there's now there's obvious things that happen when Republicans Get control of the House of Representatives, or the Senate, or both, or hopefully the presidency here in a couple more years. So there's obvious advantages when that happens, right? There's obvious things that uh, we're going to see. We're going to see legislation that's being advanced by the left not be advanced. But that's not enough anymore. We have to actually reverse. And this is what I admire about Trump. And by the way. Trump has inspired a whole group, a whole army of people who I think I think are do have the right viewpoint as to the degree of the problem, the root of the problem, and how to eradicate the problem Now a lot of these folks are on this side of an election, right They haven't taken you know, walked into an office yet as someone who has been elected to fix these problems to address these problems. So that is what has to happen. They have to not just win the election, but they have to they have to go on offense. They have to do that. I I coined the term back in 2000 and I think 16. Maybe 18, I don't know. I said prevent offense. The Republican Party has they have they effectively when they win the to- the coin toss, let's say they metaphorically decide to receive the kickoff. They have the ball in this football analogy. They're in control. They say we want to receive, but then they get the ball. And instead of running a play that's designed to actually pick up yards, to actually advance the football to, in this analogy, this metaphor, to advance their ideas and their ideology, they Instead, often opt for what I call prevent offense. Now, there's not really a thing in football called a prevent offense. There's a thing called a prevent defense, which is bad enough in many cases. A prevent defense, by the way, is why the Buffalo Bills lost to the Kansas City Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship. It's why the Chiefs had 13 seconds to run two plays and make, I don't know, how far did they go 40 or 50 yards, some such number, to kick a field goal to tie the game, send it to overtime. It's because the defense says we're going to give up all of these yards because we think protect, you know, running the clock down will give you all these yards as long as we don't give up the big play and the touchdown, tackle you in front of us and let the clock run. But see that oftentimes you give up such big chunks of yards, you're actually only able to play a prevent defense for a short amount of time before the other the other side is about to score. And so that's prevent defense. Prevent offense would be you take the ball in the case of the Republican Party. They have, they've won the coin toss. Let's say they win this election. They win the coin toss. They take to the field and they design all these plays. You know, it looks like they're doing all sorts of, there's emotions. Aaron Rodgers, of course, the football fans would maybe know this Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the motions and so forth he wants to go to the West Coast offense but the this offense Republicans run looks it looks so I mean it looks so sophisticated it looks like they're really serious about making up yardage advancing the ball advancing their ideology but it's not what happens when the play is over they effectively have been tackled at the line of scrimmage maybe gave up a sack maybe lost the ball maybe just lost yardage check like maybe actually took a knee after, after moving people around, making it look like something really, really impressive is about to happen, they, they don't. When, when the play is over, at best, they start the next play where they started the previous play. At worst, they actually lost a couple of yards. And this is what happens. This is what happens. And I point this out not to discourage, but to say this needs to be seen as first step number one. Step number one, it is critically important for the Republicans to win these midterm elections. Critically important because just the value of having these leftist ideas stopped is going to have a tremendous impact on our culture, our society, our liberty, our freedom, our taxes. It's going to rein in the ridiculousness, number one, which is a great thing. But that's not enough. We have to also, and again, hear me out, this election isn't over. Anything can happen. The indicators are that the Republicans are in great shape. I'm just simply saying we have to ignore that. It's okay to to look at the signs and be encouraged, but we have to see this thing through. But seeing it through isn't even where this stops. We have to then make sure that these Republicans do the things that they need to do, which is not play, in my analogy, prevent offense. It's to actually try to advance the ball in the metaphor. It's to try to get—now I, I know in a, with a Democrat in the White House, there's not obviously going to be a lot of opportunity for that because there's not going to be veto-proof majorities and all this sort of stuff. But the point is they need to start proclaiming ideas that matter and that work. They need to start standing up for truth. They need to start positioning themselves to be willing and able to engage in the political fight, and they need to be ready to show the American people all the things that they tried to do and were unable to do, more than likely, and that's okay, so that when 2024 comes around and the Republicans are now vying for the White House and Trump runs or DeSantis runs or whoever runs, and... We then can see clearly, of course, we will have had four years of complete dumpster fire under Biden and the left by that point in time. But we have to be prepared to position ourselves to advance the ideas, to move conservatism forward and to make the ideas and principles and broken ideology, broken worldview, absolute lies and deceit that the leftist worldview and ideology is built upon. We have to actually win back ground. It is not enough to hit the pause button. Now again, once again, I understand with a Democrat in the White House and cackling Kamala in there as well, it's not going to, not going to be a lot that we can do, actually accomplish if we win, but we have to begin with that mindset. We have to show the American people what we are trying to do Seriously, not just waiting for elections to go out and campaign on it, bragging about things or making, you know, fundraising on issues instead of actually trying to advance them. We, ha- we need principled people. So winning the election is important, obviously, for obvious reasons. But again, having people there that are prepared and willing to advance the ideas, to advance conservatism, to be a, a true defender of, of liberty in this nation, to be a true believer in limited government. You have to make your stance known. You have to make it clear. And these are the things that will energize the base even more as we move into 2024. We need people who are prepared to actually do the hard work, not just, not just put a pause on the radical nonsense we've been subjected to. And so... But there's a lot of reasons to think that we're headed in the right direction. I'm going to go through some of those things today, talk a little bit about the election, talk a little bit about some of the ridiculous things going on out there. Also probably talk a little bit about Carrie Lake, who's running for governor in the state of Arizona. I'm not sure if you've followed her much. Some of you may have followed her a ton. Others of you maybe not so much, or even possibly some may not have at all. Um, She is definitely... Definitely an impressive, uh, the, the left is scared the death of her. The left is scared the death of her. She seems very confident that she's going to win the governor's race in Arizona. I hope that she does. Her opponent's afraid to debate her. The media, of course, is in love with her opponent, Katie Hobbs, and they, of course, hate, hate, hate Carrie Lake, but that's okay. She's very good at what she does. She's a very good communicator. In fact, I think again, this is another type of candidate that's come in the wake of Donald J Trump. I would say that he's inspired her to some degree, but she's also she's got a style that many people are going to like. She's a fantastic communicator. She's a former um what like a television news anchor. She's very well spoken, very articulate, very sharp, and she's not afraid to push back. At the media. She's she's Trump-like in some ways, but obviously personality and style much different. But just to push back and to, to try to expose and to address the true corruption we have in government at all levels in this country, we need to support people that are doing that. So conversations about those things today, and of course, some other crazy things that, of course, the left is always trying to push upon the American people. We'll get to those things in due course, my friends. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative, not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. When things go sideways, will you be
1: prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4patriots.com slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4 slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. By the way... Well, not by the way. Let's just uh let's pick up where we were. How about that? Let's let's look here at the state of what they call the generic ballot rating. So the generic ballot ballot rating simply means simply means that if you ask voters in a poll, effectively, are they voting, you know, do they prefer Democrat or Republicans? The without naming particular candidates right so it's it's hypothetical in a sense but it also could be telling and typically in generic ballots um, Republicans I mean Republicans have their work cut out from them for them in many years now that's insane I'll just be honest that's ridiculous that that is the case but the truth is when you have a when you have all the things going, in the favor, I guess, of the, of the radical left and of the Democrat Party, which, of course, is nothing based in reality. It's not like their ideas are superior. It's not as though the policies they endorse are really overwhelmingly uh, popular with Americans. Now, sometimes, I mean, some of these things are, are 50-50 issues or close to it. But the idea that the left is just blowing Republicans away is simply not the case. There's other factors that go into this, of course. The media, um, the way that the left, the Democrat Party, and of course with the help of the media, the way they engage in identity politics and causing one group of people to hate another and benefiting from that, they truly benefit from that, which I think is despicable, if you ask me. See, we're conservative, not bitter. I don't hate people. I would advise this. Hate people. I don't hate people that are different. I hate ideas that are terrible and dangerous. That's what I don't like. I still believe. I'm old-fashioned. I believe in this idea that people can be persuaded, that we can be influential, if we effectively share the truth about our ideas, if we communicate those the right way, if we treat people the right way, that can go a long, long way. Because people have been conditioned by the professional deceivers in this world, or maybe sometimes they find a really bad example of a conservative or maybe a conservative Christian or whatever, some really, you know, people that are misbehaving and that are bad examples. None of us are perfect examples, but you find a really bad example and people say, well, they're just like, all these conservatives are just the same as these folks. And then, of course, they're able to to use that to drive people away without ever having the discussion about ideas. And when the, when the discussion is about ideas, when that happens, I say bring it on, because this is, again, unless there's a radical leftist involved, they're going to believe The nonsense. They have, folks, these radical leftists have rejected the concept of truth. They've either rejected it outright, saying that truth is a subjective thing or whatever, which is ironic because when they say that, they're making a truth claim. To which you should always respond, are you absolutely sure that that's true? And they're going to be forced to say yes or say no. Either way, they're agreeing with your larger points and showing the fallacy of their beliefs. But that's another discussion for another day. But this, this when it's about issues and we can articulate and explain, that's what this show is about, right? That's why we have uh, people who listen who don't even necessarily agree. I think, I think a lot of people, we have liberals, I hear from liberal listeners, and I'd love to hear from you. I don't, Mind hearing from you? Actually, I like hearing from you. I welcome you to contact or to listen or whatever. Um, But I hear sometimes, I hear from folks, and I think a lot of people listen because they know deep down that the things that they've been told about conservatives are not accurate and true. And they may have a friend or a family member who's conservative and they think that person's not the way the media describes and maybe they just don't know how to engage in that conversation or it's awkward or whatever. And so when they tune in here and we articulate some of these things, it, it resonates with them because that's what they experience, right? And I would say for people who know conservative people, just good, decent, hardworking, respectable conservative people, they, they come to the same conclusion. They know that what they're being told is inaccurate, but they can't quite sometimes put their finger on it. Now, that may be glaringly obvious to you and me as to what these problems are, but some folks can't see it for whatever reason, and they just need help doing it, and they need help having issues explained to them. And that's what needs to happen. We're going to have to fight this. Again, this is not an election. This is not a one-and-done sort of thing. It's not a two-and-done sort of thing. I don't even care. I mean, I do if, for example, it's, it, let's say Trump wins in 24, just as an example, and then DeSantis runs and wins in 28 and 32, that's still not enough. This problem, my friends, this worldview, this ideological battle, this cold civil war that we are engaged in is not going. It's not going away. It's not going away anytime soon. I share this on this program from time to time. I remember in 2016, as we led up to that campaign, Trump versus Hillary, which of course led to the infamous fake news, fake everything, Russian dossier nonsense, Trump stole the election silliness, which we've exposed in this, on this program hundreds of times. But I remember during that, it was the first, it had been intense politically for a while, but nothing quite like that. That took it to a whole nother level. And people, I remember hearing from people or reading or watching people in Man on the Street interviews who would say things like, I just can't wait until this election is over so we can go back to normal. My friends, incredibly naive, hopeful, <laughs> but we have to win. The ideology of conserv- conservatism has to win. Liberty has to win. The Constitution has to win. Statism has to be annihilated. And people who push statist beliefs and big government and high taxes and less freedom on the American people and wokeism they have to be stopped. They have to be removed from power at the ballot box, of course. At the ballot box. And we can do that. We've got to get good candidates. And we again, we can't have candidates, as I said in the first segment, that simply try to get votes and then when they win, actually do nothing. So... That's kind of where we are at the moment, but generic ballot I mentioned off the top and this segment and I want to make sure I say uh, get to it before I go to break here, but the GOP generic ballot rating has jumped to an eight-month high, an eight-month high as we head into the final few weeks before election day. So this is tremendously good news for the Republican Party. Again, it's just one indicator. It's one indicator, but people, it's an indicator that people have had enough of the dumpster fire. It's an indicator that people did not sign up for this. Nobody voted for this. Even the people who actually cast a ballot for Joseph R. Biden did not cast a ballot for what we've been subjected to. It was mostly a ballot against Trump or against tweets or whatever. It wasn't a thumbs up to biden's policies and ideology especially folks that wasn't even on the ballot they act like it was but it wasn't even on the ballot what was on the ballot was trump and his tweets mean tweets you know restoring our standing in the world trump's an embarrassment orange president all this kind of stuff the ideas were not on the ballot because When you compare the ideas and the policies and how well this country was doing under Trump and the policies implemented by Trump and the Republican Congress at the beginning, and you compare and contrast that with what we've seen with a liberal leftist uh, president and a liberal leftist Senate and a liberal leftist U.S. House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi House of Representatives, it's been an unmitigated disaster. They have nowhere to hide. The American people have had enough. They've had enough. Democrats are trying to scramble here, trying to make it about anything besides reality. It's going to be hard to do that, though certainly not impossible, which again is why we have to see this thing through at the ballot box. But again, it doesn't stop there. It can't stop there. This this battle is going to go on. It's going to... Rage on for the rest of your life. I don't care how old you are listening to my voice right now. You could have been a newborn baby. If you have a parent and you got your newborn, by the way, way to start the kid off right. But if you have your newborn present, that child is going to grow up and this battle is still going to be raging on. That's why Reagan said freedom is always no more, well, is always one generation away from extinction. Because we don't pass it on in our bloodstream, my friends. We pass it on by ensuring that we do not fall victim to the lovers of big government, to the talks of utopia, to the promises of all the things the left is going to do from lower the sea levels to make sure everyone gets the same exact wage, to make sure that there's perfect equity in the United States and around the world. Those are the things that... They tell us they're going to do, but what do they actually do? They create massive inflation, they create massive turmoil and division amongst this country, and they cause just havoc in every conceivable way. Kids are confused, you know, in, in schools about their their gender, they're being taught all kinds of nonsense. This is all part and parcel of a broken worldview and ideology that is courtesy of the radical left who has taken over today's Democrat Party. And I've got to take a break. A little bit long this segment sits out, my friends, back in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4 slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. Welcome back, my friends. So... This article, excuse me, not this article, this generic ballot, um, what, the, the spread on the generic ballot is currently an average of 2.24 Republicans. 2.2, that's the percentage, the word for, F O R, Republicans. Um, but there are some, some that have the Republicans up by. In a generic ballot poll, by as many as seven, I think is the highest I see here—four, five, six, seven points. So this can translate can translate into massive a massive victory for Republicans. I, look, this has to me all of the hallmarks of the Republicans having a very, very good opportunity here. So we'll see, but this is this is good news. Now, out there as well, I referenced Carrie Lake um, running for governor in the state of Arizona. But Carrie Lake, she got an interesting endorsement. Yay. I read about it yesterday. I don't know if it happened yesterday, but she got endorsed by Tulsi Gabbard. Now, Tulsi Gabbard, of course, was, I guess... She a Democrat anymore? Not a Democrat now. Was a Democrat. In fact ran for for the nomination for the Democratic Party uh, presidential for that nomination back in twenty was it twenty twenty I guess. Um, but she is endorsing Carrie Lake for governor in the state of Arizona, which is interesting to say the least. Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, I remember watching the debates, and there's certainly likable things to like about Tulsi Gabbard. But again, um, at the time, she was the only one on stage that was saying anything rem- remotely close to reasonable, logical, helpful. Um, so she looked like a genius up there. But of course, there's there's problems. I'm not I'm not here to. It's not so much to defend Tulsi Gabbard or whatever. But the good thing is, is that you're starting to get, we're starting to see uh, some, in, in that case, an endorsement of a candidate that a lot of people, and, and Carrie Lake, a lot of people were scared of at first on the Republican side. Some some were not. Some loved her from day one. And folks, I, she has the makings, she does. She has the makings of a political, political rock star. And I know some people don't like... Things about Carrie Lake, but again, I don't I don't follow it day by day. But the things I've seen her say and do, the way that she sticks it to the media, the way that she articulates and, and formulates a response, she's incredibly likable. She's incredibly good at communicating. Her time on television certainly helps her. She's unshakable. They can throw whatever they want to throw at her, they, the media. She goes right back for them. And again, the candidates like this are, are ultimately, and I don't mean this—I do not mean this in a dis- disrespectful way. Some people might interpret that. I think these are these are promising candidates, but these these candidates are ultimately, in my estimation, these are all candidates that were—I don't know—encouraged, <laughs> or sometimes it's not even encouraged. Just they were. They, were, they benefited from, from Trump because Trump came out and fought this stuff. Those of us who've been watching Washington, D.C., watching government for decades, had been seeing these things happen for a long time and to see people come out and to fight and to fight really in their own unique ways now. There was the Trump way and there were the emulators of Trump. And Carrie Lake certainly emulates that in some ways, but her style is direct but also... I don't it's not soft because that's not the right word but there's there's she makes she's able to make people listen she's going to be she's going to be if she's not already there on the top of the left's list of candidates they have to take down up there with DeSantis because because of how effective and how much her base loves her because she's doing i'm it's it's a beautiful thing and and honestly I wish more again I don't I ultimately vote Republican in almost every case. That's not the case, though, not one hundred percent. I don't want to get into that at the moment, but I I would never, by the way, vote for a leftist or a status. But there are people that I would vote for who were not Republicans because I think that they're the best person who has a chance at winning. But anyhow, um, but Carrie Lake, she th- these these folks have a way of of connecting. With voters and actually vocalizing their frustrations, and for the first time, I wish the republic—I mean, well, I wish the Republican Party would take note of this. Would take note of this. The, the Republican Party at large is is too busy trying to keep some of the of its own. Uh, establishment types in office, instead of actually letting some of these candidates who are new to the scene, who have fight in them, who have the support of the people, actually do their thing as well. So, but I wish they would take note. I wish they would take note, they, the Republican Party, and stop being so afraid of this stuff. Folks, this is, we're in serious times here, right? We're in serious times And we have to win elections and we have to govern and legislate after we win that election as though we've won the election and to actually advance the idea. And the rest of us have to be out here persuading, speaking truth, reclaiming the ground that we have lost over a generation to some of these radicals who have infiltrated our schools, infiltrated positions in government, have established uh, established themselves as fixtures in the local or statewide political scene. These these folks have, it's just time. It's time for them to go. It's time for people who don't want to be lifetime politicians to step up to begin solving these problems, not just campaigning on them, but actually going to D.C. or City Hall or wherever they're going after they're elected and doing what they say they're going to do. That's why I'm hopeful for the likes of Carry Lake. That's why I'm hopeful, of course, for Ron DeSantis. There's lots of others. I don't, anytime you mention names, you don't, you don't want to leave, you know, it appears that you're skipping someone on purpose. That's not my, my point at all. I would just compare and contrast from, for me. Again, it's not personal, but the obvious person for me to contrast against as the example uh, of the, as the epitome of what I do not want is Eric Holcomb, governor, Republican governor here in the state of Indiana. So, all that being said, I'm going to take a timeout. Quick timeout, my friends. When we get back, I want to talk. I want to talk. Just read an article here that's got some of the stupidest things that you could possibly imagine. I'll get to that after the break. I think you're going to enjoy sit tight back in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. Storywave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits. When things go
1: sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, patriots with an S, dot com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to 4patriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. All right, my friends, not a lot of time, but you'll get a kick out of this. This is perhaps... Oh, it's up there with the stupidest thing I've read in recent... Well, with the left, it's you got to measure things in hours or minutes. But Newsweek. Newsweek headline. This is dated... What is this? This was a couple... This was a week or so ago. Headline, fact check. Would nuclear war solve climate change? They've actually written an article here that explored... The likelihood, or just just wanted to explore and see if engaging in a nuclear war would protect us against against climate change. I mean, the utter stupidity of this. Of course, it also goes to show any when there's articles like this, they're either one of two things: a Democrats running the show in Washington D.C. as president, um, leading us to real potential nuclear threat, as Biden has done with. I mean you name it with the tensions around the world, Ukraine, Russia, China, North Korea. That's worse than it was by miles than when Trump was in office. Of course they do it when Trump's in office too to scare people, but this is this is literally like a a serious exploration into the possibility, man, you know, maybe maybe a nuclear war wouldn't be that bad. Wouldn't have climate change. I mean what the, the the absolute idiocy of doing something like this, not to mention, I mean, if you're worried about the effects on the planet, Mother Earth getting mad at you, as Nancy Pelosi's said before. She's not happy. No, no, no. But you, you look at this and you think, what do you think nuclear war is going to do? I mean, these are people clearly with too much time on their hands and not enough reason. Quick time out, my friends, back in just a minute.
0: Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Unfortunately, you cannot predict when you might have to go a long time without electricity or even food. Get preparedness products you can use now, and that could be a lifesaver later. Visit 4 slash huff, that's the number 4, Patriots with an S.com slash huff, and see the current list of specials, but hurry, these deals... Don't last long. Save money and get peace of mind now by going to fourpatriots.com slash huff. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. <laughs> back, my friends. I tell you, having to study or seriously ask yourself if nuclear war would help prevent climate change demonstrates a lot of problems that's going at, uh, into someone's head or coming out of someone's head, coming out of someone's mouth. Problems between the ears. Crazy, ridiculous, utterly nonsensical stuff. But this, again, of course, is part and parcel of what happens coming, uh, coming from the radical leftist media They are uh, just, they're a, a a ship without a rudder, no guidance, morally bankrupt ideology, trying to figure out things that are so basically, fundamentally easy to understand. Anyway, I'm out of time. Thanks so much for listening. SDG, see you tomorrow. Take
0: care. Writing is tough, but you don't have to fight the pen anymore. StoryWave automates the creation process to help all you authors bring your stories to life. With your input, AI generates your deeply customizable story and also turns it into an audiobook. Then, you're ready to go live on the StoryWave library, where you'll earn royalties for your creations. Head to storywave.ai to start creating today. Writer or listener, your next auditory journey awaits.
1: We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944.